Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Rich Dotson, here with my fellow nerds, Matt O'Hara. Hey, hey. Garrett Price. How's it going? And Jared Wackerly. What up, what up? And we're back talking Dynasty rookies. And we were thinking about this. You know, we're like, hey, we're watching all this film. We're breaking down this film. Like, we need to give the listeners and the viewers on the YouTubes uh, an opportunity to watch the film with us. And uh, and to get the bonus episodes, right? Like, if you want to hear all our rookie breakdowns, yep. you need the Nerd Herd episodes, too, which are the second half. And you're like, oh, you guys are cheaping us out. Well... Somebody's got to pay for all this production. Uh, so right now, we were like, you know what? Let's bring bring, out, bring back a promo code. Let's give our, our listeners and viewers 15% off. If you, for, it's only for the podcast listeners, because that way you get all this info. And YouTube viewers. And YouTube viewers, too, because, you know, somebody's got to check out Matt's handsomeness. Um, if you use the promo code ROOKIE, you're going to get 15% off any pres- uh, subscription that you want to use. Prescription? Eat. No prescriptions. <laughs> Dr. Rich. Dr. Dick is not in service today. Sorry. I've been disbarred. Hey, that's not just, that's a lawyer. Disbanded? Just, just, yeah. Just, I'm just yeah. barred too. Can't practice law. Um, so the promo code is rookie and you're going to get 15% off. Because listen, we got a lot of rookies to talk about over this next month. We're finishing up our running backs now. If you missed the other episodes, check out last week. Because that's where all the good running backs were last week. Um, we got we got a lot to talk <laughs> not, about today. Not sure. There's one of my favorite of good guys. ones. Oh, the today. first one we're going to talk about is one of my favorite running backs. Love them. Sure. Um, running back so, two. Promo code rookie. You're right. Running back two. Yeah. Uh, we agree on that part. In you're, class. You're finally there? Oh, no, I've been there. Oh, all right. He's just not that much better than the rest of them. Yeah, we'll talk about it. And uh, <laughs> so use that promo code ROOKIE. Save yourself 15%. Subscribe. Get the Dynasty GM. Get all the tools that we offer. Most importantly right now, the Dynasty Nerds Film Room and the extra podcast. Uh, you can see we did some interior decorating on the YouTube channel. Uh, after years and years, Baker Mayfield is no longer on the wall. It was uh, disheartening, to say the least. So we replaced him with Nicholas Jamal Chubb. If you see that jersey, we have two of them. Uh, we're going to give one of those away. So if you want to win a sweet-ass Nick Chubb jersey, just keep listening and follow us on Twitter at Dynasterds, and we'll tell you how. We haven't figured that out yet, but we will figure out a way. <laughs> I was wondering, I was like, when did we plan this giveaway? <laughs> Nothing. I was like, how are we going to give this away? Crickets. Nobody responded. Can you ever? Can you be disbarred if you've never been barred? Sorry, I just got... That's a, that's a good point. Yeah. I've been barred since before I was 21, son. <laughs> Illegally and fakely so here we are uh before fakely. we get into all these rookies one more thing we got to promote here is our friends at prize picks that's right rich you're like prize picks what's that all about and you're like dude it's the most number one uh app and site you can go to for prop bets i mean if you want to make prop bets this is the place prize picks you get on there right now you pick two to five players you pick the over under on your projections and you can win up 10 times your money use the promo code nerds and you're going to get a hundred percent instant deposit match up to a hundred dollars but not only that not only that, if you use the promo code NERDS and you make a, you make a bet on there, any bet at all, but if you make a futures bet, which is right now, I mean, you could go on there, you could bet MMA, baseball, soccer, college basketball, NBA, all that stuff. You're you know, supposed to have some for the draft coming up too. That'll be exciting. NFL, yeah, NFL draft prop, props are going to come up here, but if you make a futures bet, like, hey, wait for the draft. Well, you know, will we'll, Nick Chubb have over 1,500 yards rushing? Yes or no? And you make one of those future bets, and you either screen, screenshot it and send it to the Dynasty Nerds Twitter DM, or you email Jared, J-A-R-E-D, at Dynasty Nerds. Hailed it. A screenshot. We're going to send you the most comfortable t-shirt in the world, the one Matt's wearing right there. 
and you're going to be uh, looking really sweet. Your high-fiving take is going to increase drastically. So we'll send you a shirt, and you're going to get an instant deposit, and you're going to make sweet action, and you get ready for the NFL uh, season. So if you want a sweet shirt, which is worth like 35 bucks by itself, all you got to do is deposit 10 bucks and make a future bet. Boom. Shakalaka. Prize picks. Done and done. Promo code nerds. Get on there. Futures bets or any bets, but that's what we talk football. So that's it. And now we're time to get into the 2022 rookie class as we close off this class. Part two. Or part three. three. Part three. And yeah, how we I think, divvy it up. I think all in all, I think this class is underwhelming. We've been telling you that forever. I know. It's kind of doo-doo butter. Doo-doo butter. Doo-doo butter. I'm going to tweet out my tiers here. Like I, It's funny because I got tier one, Brees Hall. Right. Tier two, Kenneth Walker. Okay. Tier three, Isaiah Spiller. Then tier four, like a couple guys, like like four or five guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, then tier five, a lot more guys. And then a doo-doo basket, which is like a lot too. I don't have I don't have that Isaiah Spiller in his own tier type of Agreed. thing going on. I think I've got probably about four or five in that third tier. Personally. The only thing that broke that tier for me is like I'm trusting some people that I trust. You're like, trusting some people that you trust that are the most number one, right? The most number that just, one. I mean, that's swear by him. You know what I mean? Like, because I could see a path. I could see a path of him being like a solid running back too. So I could see. Sure. It. Like, I could see his path just as clear as like, if Zamir White was more active in the passing game, like he'd be up there with Isaiah Spiller. Oh, for sure. You know, Damian 100%. Pierce is close, but it's just, I just don't see it. Like, there's no way, as of right now, before the NFL draft, that I would take anybody above Isaiah Spiller. So to me, that's why he's in his third tier. As of right now. Now, the NFL draft could change some things. Mm-hmm. Sure. But we'll see. I see a lot of guys that have they have one or two traits I really like. There's not too many that have like the, to- the total package. Brees Hall. Right. right. Correct. I was telling you guys, I think I'll take Brees Hall 1-1 last year, too. Out of Najee, Javante, and Travis Etienne. That's how much, that's how much I like him. Uh, prospect score-wise, he did score higher for me than Najee did. Uh, but he did score a little bit below okay. Javante. Yeah, that dude's so, he's so good. Yep. He's, and anybody really tells you differently, too. just disrespect their opinion. <laughs> so. Disrespect on you. Disrespect on your cow. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. So let's get into it. Words let's kick off this show. Quote. We got some long shows. This in the nerd herd because we got to get all the rest of these running backs in. Which is a lot. It happens sometimes. We do this to ourselves. We don't pace it out correctly. And there's some guys we didn't talk about. Now, if there's a running back you don't hear on one of these four episodes, after the NFL draft, if they get drafted, we will cover them. Yep, absolutely. Uh, when we do our overall rankings. Because that show gets real long, too, because we do rankings. Rankings. You see my new rankings. shirt that Josh sent? He was in uh, North Carolina. Rankings. Oh, street. yeah. Rankings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It's my kind of street. Mm-hmm. Rankings street. I like I liked this shirt Jared made, too. Oh, dude. That was, that was, I, ordered oh. a, I ordered a shirt. Did, Did you? you make one? Yeah. <laughs> this is a guy? Yeah. This, is, this a guy. is a guy shirt. That's a good drawing, by the way. Uh, it actually did look like you. It did kind of look like you. It did look, look a lot like me. I'm yeah, like, did he I, like... I, tra- I traced the picture of you. A screenshot of you. Oh, is that what it was? Uh, on my iPad, yeah. Oh, I was wondering what it was. So I was like, why does that look uh, like, does look like, like you? I mean, like the nose minutes. was a little big, but come on. Yeah. It was It was a good, like, crude cartoon version of Rich. I can't wait to wear it. Make my muscles bigger. It's going to be great. I am great. Can I'm I gonna give it to one of you? Can one, I get it? <laughs> yeah. Can I get one? Yeah. yeah. Can I get one? Yeah. Just order like 10 of them. Is it tri-blend? Maybe. maybe. Oh, can we get it? We can get a giveaway. Yeah. I was just going to say that. That would be a great giveaway. Yes. Somebody just left us a review on the podcast. Says, this is a guy. <laughs> I, know, I saw it. <laughs> but Speaking of reviews on the podcast, go leave us a five-star review because we love you. Oh yeah. If yeah. you guys enjoy the shows, I mean, honestly, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Even if you don't like love YouTube, subscribe anyways. And more importantly, go to iTunes Leave us a read and review. If you want to lose it, leave us a one star. Keep your keep your opinion to yourself. Uh, but if you like us, <laughs> like enough to give us a, better. 
I like how Rich just itched his nose with his middle finger <laughs> while he was saying that. Too. Not like, intentional. Not intentionally, but it just, that was perfect. Keep it to yourself. Keep it to uh, yourself. Yeah, leave us a rating review. It helps the show. Helps spread the word. So, so what kind of word are we want to spread? How about the word of Kenneth Walker running back out of Michigan State? Five foot nine, 211 pounds. Uh, you know, still young enough. He'll be 21 in 10 months when uh, the season kicks off. Ran a 4 3 8 40 at the 40. At the 40 at the 40. At the combine. 40 at the 40. 40 at the 40. Edward 40 hands. Uh, had a 34 inch <laughs> vertical, so many 122 hands. inch broad jump. I'll meet you at the ninth hole at nine. There you go. <laughs> he had 263 carries for 1,636 yards. That's the most in, uh, in college football. 18 Ooh, touchdowns. Played two years at Wake Forest in a committee before opting out at the end of 2020 due to COVID. And then he transferred over to Michigan State, where he broke out and was a Heisman finalist, sixth place in the Heisman. And he was a Doak Award winner. You know what that award goes to? Best running back in the country. Gary, what award is that? Best running back in the country. The the second best or the best? Uh, what do we, what, would, what do you think, Rich? The second best or the best running back in the country? I mean, here it says Doak Award goes to the best running back. Oh, so he's better than Brees Hall? <laughs> no, no, no. But in oh, okay, I'm just making sure we're clear on that. I'm being very clear. Call me LASIK. So, pros. Let's talk about his pros. This guy led FBS with 89 forced missed tackles. So he's going to force you to miss him, right? Like, it's like, hey. He's a heartbreaker. Like, hey. here I am. Now I'm gone. You missed me. Sorry. 89 times. Uh, 276 touches in 2021 and only had one fumble. So he's secure. Like, he's not going to let He's not going to drop you. You can give him your baby. And you can feel very, very good about it. Um, great at getting to the outside edge and good burst. Makes one cut and goes quickly. Can cut on a dime. Contact, ba- contact balance is above average. Great visions and patience behind the line. One of my favorite plays I saw him run, I don't think it was a Penn State game. It's like where the pulling guard pulled out to the right side. He just followed him slowly, slowly over there, and boom, bursted up the sideline, 25-yard run. You see a lot of those. You see a lot of those 25-yard runs. Um, love his feet in tight spaces and good agility. Really good lateral movement. Can push the pile, too, which is which was a pleasant surprise the way he could push the pile. Uh, his yards after contact is solid. PFF had him as a number one running back in yards after contact. He's also good in pass protection. Now, I know Garrett wants to know, what's the cons, Rich? What are the cons about Kenneth Walker III? Well, he's my running back, too, for clarity. Calm so. down, evil significance. Uh, he wasn't involved in the passing. I don't know what that second word is. I just made it up. Okay. Uh, he wasn't involved good. in the passing game, but he showed he can catch at the combine. Yeah. You know, he only had 13 catches, 89 yards, one touch. He's only involved. He only had 5% of the target share, so he wasn't really loved there. Um, sometimes wanted to be a little too heroic, uh, where he'll find that, like, he wants to find that bigger opportunity when he should just take those couple yards that are given to him um, of the yards that are there. But, like, for me, this guy is a dynasty prospect with running back one upside. I love everything about Kenneth Walker's game. I love his vision. I love his speed. That's why when he ran that 40, like, it's not too shocking with that 4-3, like, how quickly he was able to get to the outside edge there. And his patience behind the line was so good. Like, it, and it constantly showed where it led to those big yard gains. Honestly, when I when I watch his game, uh, why I have him in a tier behind Brees Hall by himself is the big thing here is I think Brees Hall is elite. I think he's mm-hmm. one of the most elite backs we've seen, honestly, over the eight years of doing this podcast. I think I put him in that category of like the Zeke Elliott's, the Saquon Barkley's, that category. That's where I think of Brees Hall. I think he's that good. So Kenneth Walker being in a tier by himself uh, alone, I would put him probably last year right in that mix of like right around Javante Williams, Najee Harris, uh, Travis Etienne in that tier right wow. there. So okay. I think he's that good. I think I think he's going to get drafted to a really good situation. I think he's going to be drafted as a number one running back. So I think he, he offers a lot of potential here 
when it comes to fantasy football points. Because remember, when we scout these players, we're not scouting them for NFL teams. We're scouting them on dynasty uh, production. What is their uh, dynasty outlook? And for me, this is running back one potential. The key is, can he be involved in a passing game? That's going to be the biggest question for him. But like Garrett, like you always say, it's the haves and the have-nots, mm-hmm. right? So like, to me, I saw enough at the combine and just enough when he was involved that he can. Just like, you know, how I was questioning about Jonathan Taylor. Then all right. of a sudden he leads all rookies in, in, in right. receiving. Or like all those Wisconsin running backs. And he just wasn't involved in that aspect of the game at Michigan State. No, so, I, w- I would agree. It was more of a, they just didn't use him in that capacity. Not that he can't do it. So I, I agree with that. So what do you, like, what is it where, and we'll let Matt be the tiebreaker here okay. afterwards. So you, I, I understand you have him as your running back too. I do. Is, him and Spiller good. are very close, but I do have him as my RB too. See, and the difference between you and I is like, you're like, okay, he's not that much different than other guys that are behind him. When Correct. I think it's a clear cut difference between him and Isaiah Spiller. Right. Um, you know, Isaiah Spiller's nice. His vision's nice. His cutting ability there to see the lanes is nice, but... I, I don't envision him moving a pile like Kenneth Walker can move the pile. I don't see his speed as good as uh, Kenneth Walker to the outside edge. I, I think right there, right before that, was one of the things that we we differ on. I don't think his his physicality and power is very good at all. Uh, I think he's a little bit of an undersized back. He's not going to physically break a lot of tackles. Um, he's going to do it with his elusiveness uh, because he's incredible in that category, but he's not going to run through players. So I actually have him as a slightly, you know, six is average. I have him at a 5.5 for power. So, so <clears throat> I saw something similar to you. I don't think I don't think that's where he wants. I don't think he wants to run through a guy. Right. I think he can. I think he. Sure. I think he's capable of getting low and doing it. But he's a guy that wants to get to the edge. He get wants to get around. Yep. A guy. He mm-hmm. wants. He wants to get around a, a, a defender rather than going through them. And he's and he's good at it. He, he's good. You know, he can make people miss in the open field, and he can outrun guys to the perimeter. So, I don't think he needs to necessarily have sure. a big time power aspect to his game, but. You know, if the occasion arises when it's a defensive back, you know, that's the only person he's going to lower a shoulder. Sure, on. He's not going to be doing sure. that to a linebacker or anything like that. But if the, the occasion arises for him to lower a shoulder on a defensive back to, to get to the end zone or something like that, he can do it. I mean, he's sure. he's physical enough at, at five foot nine, 211 pounds to do it. And he certainly can play low enough to the ground, I think, to, to win that kind of battle. And he showed that at the goal line when he would get the goal line carries right. and he would actually push the pile through the goal line. Um, so, so I have him a little bit lower on power. Uh, the other thing that I think is over blown in his game. Uh, I don't think his vision at the line is nearly as good as everyone's saying. I think he has very good vision at the next level. Uh, But great example, uh, Michigan game. Michigan game was kind of like his, his like poster game where he had the five touchdowns and everybody's like going nuts. Two of those touchdowns were really good touchdowns. The other three really weren't anything special. One was a completely broken play where the defense like wasn't even on the field. Half of them were on like the opposite side of the field. Um, one was literally uh, Kenneth Walker ran into the back of his offensive lineman, and it just so happened that nobody caught him back there, and then he kind of bounced it out and scored a touchdown. But I think that's the thing that I saw with him. There were a lot of times where I saw him, specifically in some of the zone plays, where I think he missed the hole or he would hit it late. Um, and so I, because he has good patience, I actually have him a very high patience score. Very but I think patience. sometimes he would almost have a little bit too much patience where I would want him to be a little bit aggressive. He missed those. He, his patience and his vision didn't time up beautifully like Brees Halls did. And so that's where I have a little bit of a knock on him was the vision and the power. And then uh, I have a low grade for pass pro. Everything else is is pretty significant. And actually, he has far and away the highest score in elusiveness in the class. I gave him a 9.5 out of 10, yeah. which wow, is good. special. Yeah, yeah. He, he is very good. And the pass throw was a thing that 
I just didn't see much of it. He, so he just it, wasn't used a lot. He was hard, it was hard to grade in that aspect. So it, the passing chops, I guess, as far as how he's going to translate to the NFL, as far as a guy that's on the field on third down, it's going to be it's going to be a projection because he didn't catch a lot of passes exactly. and he didn't pass protect a lot. So it's something you know if he if he didn't do it a lot, was he just not good at it or was it just not part of their offense? It's hard to tell. So it's going to be a complete guessing game as far as how much value he's going to hold in PPR. So it is kind of kind of depend on where he lands and what kind of usage they've had in the past with their running backs to kind of figure out exactly where he lands as far as a PPR value, I think going forward. Yeah. And I, and I, I'm guessing the difference and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Rich, the difference, because we both have them RB two. So there's really technically no difference between us there, but I'm guessing the difference is going to come where I have a few receivers that I would take ahead of him in a one QB league, you know, after Brees Hall, I have probably two to three receivers that I'll take before I would be willing to take Kenneth Walker. Sounds like Kenneth Walker is probably your one. Two. That's the difference. I have yep. as one, two. I would take him there just because I feel more comfortable getting a receiver a little bit later. Uh, anytime I get an opportunity that I see a <clears> running back that has the potential to be a running back one where I like him enough where I think, okay, this guy has running back one potential. Mm-hmm. Then he leapfrogs some of those receivers for me. Cause then sure. I'm just as good if I, cause if I take him at one, two, I'm still in a good chance to either trade up or get a guy like, you know, John Dotson, uh, a guy with upside like Christian Watson there at the end. Sure. Um, obviously, you know, they're not Garrett Wilson, Traylon Burks, Drake London, but those guys comes with somewhat, well, not Garrett Wilson. Those guys come with some question marks as well. Sure. So to me, I'd rather get the running back. And again, if he pans out even remotely to, do, to like an Antonio Gibson per se, right? Like I can get any receiver I want at that yeah. point. I, Running backs always put you in position to get the proving guy, right? Like, right. And, that, and that return is instant. So, like, after year one, even if I have enough running backs and I'm somewhat questionable about these receivers or I want a for sure thing, if Kenneth Walker pans out, I can flip Kenneth Walker for DJ Moore. You know what I mean? Sure. I can flip him for Deontay Johnson. Like, I can get the receiver that I want that's still young enough because there's more of them. Right, so, absolutely. And, and that's the difference. So, Matt, what do you feel about Kenneth Walker? Do you think he has running back one potential? Uh, or is he more like, where do you feel like if he's at in your dynasty, like rookie talk so far? Just uh, give us your breakdown. No, obviously, you know, I have met as my running back too as, as well. And he is, similarly, he's in kind of a tier by himself there. It's 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 Brees Hall, it's him, and then it's kind of four or five other guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I, I do think he offers one of the, he's one of the few guys that offers like a, this can be a three down guy as long as the third down stuff works out with third we don't down stuff know. works yeah. out. So that's kind of how I view him. I, I think he's a high, I think he's a high upside guy. I think he could be a running back one if he's used in any capacity in the PPR game. Cause like you said, what we've seen out, out of him catching passes, I think he can do it. Um, he, you know, he's fine at, you know, pass fail. He passes that sure. um, anyway. So, um, it is going to depend on, I think, where he lands and what kind of offense he's in, uh, whether or not he realizes that running back one status. But other than that, I mean, I think you know you nailed it with all the analysis as far as lateral agility and, and all that kind of stuff. I, I talked about the speed of the outside. I think that's kind of how he wants to win. Um, so that is what he is in a nutshell. And, and five foot eleven, two hundred eleven, or five foot nine, two hundred eleven pounds is it's a very solid weight. It's a, it's a, Size, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a nicely uh, put together running back. So I think he could definitely hold up uh, to the NFL rigors anyway. And you, and you, so you have him in clear tier two here. Yep. Um, I know we haven't got to the receivers yet. Do you feel comfortable with him at one, two, or are you with Garrett? Like he's more around that one, three, one, four range. No, there's, there's probably a couple of wide receivers that'll, that'll jump above him. 
Okay. Uh, um, just just because of the aspect, as of right now, anyway, just because I don't know the PPR aspect until landing spot happens for and, him. And let me say this too. Let me back that. Let me backtrack that just a little True. bit too. It depends on the state of my team as well. Right. If I'm in full, if I have one two and I'm in full rebuild mode, right. like my team's depleted, I'm taking the receiver. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I'm taking. Garrett Wilson, I'm taking Traylon Burks. I will see what happens with Drake London here too. I haven't dove into his tape enough as I wanted to, but I'm taking. He forgot, I'm take- to, say, he forgot to say Jameson Williams. <laughs> I did. <laughs> he he has kind of become the forgotten guy of like the big four. Torn ACL. Yeah, it helps, but yeah, could it's, could it's, scream it's some value though. So I mean, it depends on the state of my team, or unless I want to take, unless Kenneth Walker does land in a really good spot where mm-hmm. he's the clear number one, mm-hmm. then I would take him at two. Going back to of. Okay, if I'm in full rebuild, now I could flip him for probably a 23 first and a receiver that I want with some upside. Maybe not like a Deontay Johnson, mm-hmm. but if he hits in the right team, you could always get more for those running backs. Always. Because the receivers are going to take a little bit, unless they jump out like a Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase, sure. which those are outliers. It's not a common, it's not a common theme. You could always get more instantaneously for the running back. So if I'm in rebuild mode and I'm looking forward to the 23 class, which we all are, and I want to recoup a draft pick there and relatively a high pick, it's going to be Kenneth Walker gives me the highest upside to do that. So that's where my strategy lies with a guy like Kenneth Walker. Again, if he, now if he gets up after a draft and he goes to somewhere that like, that he's not the clear one, one, and he's going to be splint time. Like he's like a Zach Moss and Devin Singletary kind of situation. And I'm like, Oh, well, now maybe I am going to like, switch courses right. a little bit here. Sure. Um, you know, I'm in a draft where I have one, two, and one, five. I'm taking Kenneth Walker because now I'm really comfortable getting either Drake London, James one of those Williams, three one of those there. three receivers. Yeah. So, Jared, is there anything we missed here on Kenneth Walker that you want to chime in on? From a prospect, like how he plays standpoint, I think you guys hit on everything. Um, he's my RB2 as well. He sits in a tier um, by himself at tier two, kind of like what Rich said. I think from taking him one, two over receivers. I want to wait till the, till the draft comes around landing spot and see what happens there. But I think he has a three down skill set in the tape. When you see him catch passes, he looks fluent. And just like you said, at the combine, he looks fluent. I think he can do it. It's like a check fail type thing. Pass fail. He Mm -hmm. passes for me. So, um, Jared, and this is your opportunity to brag. You're the first person I ever heard talk about Kenneth Walker, like ever. <laughs> yeah. Back when he was playing know, Wake Forest. I know. We've exhausted that a little bit on the podcast. I wasn't going to say anything. No, but, no. This, um, this is your opportunity to brag. This gets cut up separate for you two. There's all kinds of extra eyes on this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when we were watching the Sage Surratt film, he really popped for me. Um, God, I, Sage Surratt. Like, yeah. <sighs> and he's, yeah, we didn't like People him. People mocked him as a first round receiver. I was like, who's this running back that's like way too patient behind the line of scrimmage. <laughs> um, but no, nah, he's super patient running back. I actually think his vision's a little better than what you stated there. I Garrett. Um, I like I him. I love he, it at the second level. I think, I think he's he, great in the scrum. I think he, I, I think, think he processes a little too slow at the line. See, I, I disagree with you there, but um, all right. yeah, I, I like Kenneth Walker. He's just outside of our top 10 in a combined nerd score. He's, he's an RB 11 uh, combining 2020, 2021 and 2022. Uh, one thing I did want to say is like his intangibles or or what they say they are like he's an absolute gym rat like he is a weight room I could see he's that. always in the weight it room shows I mean yeah he, he's a dude. chiseled dude yeah. so he clearly puts in the work and he was not a highly recruited guy out of high school he only had like two D one offers I think um, so you, he clearly put the work in to get where he is into where he's at today. And uh, it, it shows. It does so. show. I mean, the fact that he transferred for a bigger opportunity to go to Michigan State, and then when he does get the opportunity, he shines at the highest level. Absolutely. And that says a lot about work ethic and where this guy can go. So that's, Absolutely. And again, 
all-encompassing. It's why I'm such a huge fan of his. Um, pleasantly surprised, too, because I, I went into it just like everybody else going, okay, it's Isaiah Spiller and Kenneth Walker after Brees Hall. And after watching his tape, I came away literally ecstatic like about mm-hmm. what I saw. So love Kenneth Walker. Let's move on to our next prospect, and that's going to be Rashad White, running back out of Arizona State. Six foot, 214 pounds, a uh, little bit older, Going to be 23 in seven months when the season kicks off here. Ran a 4.48 at the combine, 38-inch vertical, 125-inch broad jump. Good numbers. Yeah, really good numbers. Really really good numbers. 2021, solid numbers, 182 attempts, 1,000 yards, 15 touchdowns, 43 receptions for 456 yards in 11 games. Career stats, just as good, right? You know, 1420 uh, yards, average 6.3 yards per carry, 20 touchdowns, 51 total receptions for 607 yards in his 15 games played. Really good size, really good speed, really good athleticism overall. Like when you watch Rashad White, like this kid's an athlete. Shows pretty good patience behind the line, lets things develop. Then he's that one cut and go kind of running back. Um, Showed pretty good vision. Uh, He found those small creases, then he hit them. Mm Mm-hmm. Big play potential, obviously, with his, uh, his his speed. When the space is there, and he's a really smooth runner. When you watch him, like, wow, this guy's a smooth criminal here. Really, Very solid jump cuts. Um, can catch the ball really well and was lined up in the slot. As his numbers show, he lined up the slot uh, about 10% on passing downs, which is good for him. Some of the cons here, uh, he's got, he got a lot of help from the line in his team, right? This is a guy who had uh, 3.3 yards before contact. Uh, quick feet, but a little tight-hipped at times, which makes him a little less elusive than you would like. So he is that one cut runner and go, uh, his compact contact balance. When I saw it, wasn't that great. Uh, isn't toughest guy to bring down. So when you see him, a guy for his size, you would expect to be, have a little bit more, uh, oomph to him. I wrote, he, he's big enough to fall forward, but he's not going to win with power. That's fair. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's kind of how I describe his problem. First tackler got him often when it, you know on, on the low there. So he, And I think the problem with that is like he runs a little high. Yep. So he the does. problem is he runs a little high, and that's what causes him to, I think, go down a little bit easier. His pass protection isn't that great. He struggled a lot from what I saw. Yep. But this is a guy who showed flashes to me and upside and has a chance to be a solid PPR guy at the next level. Like when I watched him, I was like, okay. Like there, it, it came and went for me, right? Like... <laughs> <laughs> There's a joke in there. Um, <laughs> We're just gonna so, move on. So like, every time I'm watching, I'm like, man, this is a guy I really like. Yep. And then, be, then I'm like, ah, he's he doesn't stick. He's okay. Yeah, it's not. He's not. A, you know those hands you used to get the 25 cent machine you throw on the wall. Yep. And then it's stick. Yep. Like, this one's like what? No, I I, I get it. it. Um, was it was he? He was a JUCO guy, correct? Correct. Yes. Right. So he so he's a little bit older, and and he only played obviously. Oh, he's a, that's a big fault. He's 23. Right. Seven months. So. You know, you kind of expect a guy like that that's older than most of the competition to, to kind of dominate. And and it's not like he dominated, but he he was definitely one of these guys that could outrun guys. He was he's he's I think more physical than most of the guys out there. So he he offers a nice skill set. I think this is a guy that checks a couple of boxes. You know, I I said it. I I said it. <laughs> you said it. You did say it. You got one. Dang it. Did you, I mean, Rich already got like two or three before did you. Did you guys but. see the YouTube video? Rambo added a ding. Did he really really like, said, this no. is a guy. We, we got to add a counter <laughs> even this time. I got to watch that. This is great. Um, <laughs> Tell me about this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I lost my turn of thought. <laughs> he checks the box. He checks. He checks. the guy checks the box. Tell checks, us about this guy. He checks, he checks some boxes. <laughs> but he only checks a couple of them. You know what I mean? He's got speed, athleticism. He, he can... 
I, I think his vision is okay, but not, not great. Um, you know, but he's looking to get to the outside. If he gets to the outside, it gets a crease in, in the right scheme, an outside zone scheme yeah. or, or, or like that. He could be a, a, a nice home run hitter and hashtag two to three year window. Cause he's already 23, but you know, if you're getting him in the second or third round or something like that, if he if he falls in the draft, which I don't think he's going to be a super high draft pick or anything like that, he's I got 20, him at day three. He's twenty, yeah, he's twenty three years old. Um, he could end up being a value, and he's 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 a has enough, I think, within his skill sets and within his athletic athleticism that he could be a guy that that can produce for you fantasy wise in, in the right circumstances. I think it'd be a really good compliment to a guy like Derrick Henry. Okay. Uh, in Tennessee, I think it'd be a really good spot for a team that wants to run the ball enough and they could spell Derrick Henry as he's starting to get closer to 30 here. Sure. Uh, I think it'd be a really good compliment with his pass catching ability and how smooth he is with the outside zone. So, yeah, nice. What do you think of uh, Rashad White? Yeah, I, I like Rashad White as well. He runs into this muck that I have, and I've mm-hmm. talked about it before of like, you know, we'll talk about Brian Robinson Jr. He's in there. Damian Pierce, uh, Kyron Williams, Tyler Beatty, like all of these guys that are in here. Most of them but one. That year. are... <laughs> We'll, we'll talk about him. Uh, Some guys offer more upside than others. <laughs> Some people just aren't as good at watching tape, and that's fine. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Why has uh, it got to be personal, man? <laughs> just is. Uh, but I do like Rashad White. I think the reason Rashad White uh, is appealing is he, you know, we, we talked about even Kenneth Walker, as much as we are hoping that he can be a three-down back, we just haven't seen yeah. The, the pass protection and the receiving. This is one of the few players that has the size, has the speed, has the stuff that you can do on first and second down. Three boxes. and Four boxes. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the, the, the third down stuff, sure. the receiving ability uh, is there as well. So I think that's the biggest appeal with Rashad White is if, if the right scenario presented itself, he doesn't have to be taken off the field. The only real question mark would be the pass protection in that sense. But... Everywhere else, I think that's that's what I really liked was I have basically six and a halfs or higher on everything except for pad level and pass protection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's it. So he's just a really solid all-around player. He's and, the kind and of guy. Age. Age. And age. He's, he's right. a little yeah. bit older. What yep. kind of guy? He's a, he's he's a, he's kind of a guy that like in like San Francisco and now in Miami sure, like that sure. kind of outside zone run scheme like would really strive with how smooth he is that one cut and go. Nope. What anything we missed here, Jared? That you want to chime in on Rashad White from no, Arizona State? Not too much. Garrett and I are real similar on this guy. I mean, this is a guy that we're really <laughs> similar on. Uh, no, he's my RB eight right now. Um, I I like that he offers a three down skill set possibly. So he's a nice dart throw maybe at the back end of a third round of your rookie draft or early fourth round. Yeah, it's going to be heavy there because these guys are, like you said, it's pretty crowded there. It is. I think the NFL draft is going to dictate my running back order because I have them right now. I just put them in tiers. Like in my notes that I'm going to tweet out, like I just have some of these guys in tiers. Yeah. And I'm going to let the uh, actual NFL draft dictate how that goes because there's a guy, there's guys in there like maybe like Isaiah Spiller where he is, possibly maybe if Damian Pierce uh, lands in a better situation, maybe he can jump him. Uh, Zamir White obviously is is somebody who we like a lot. If he kind of show us he can catch passes, that'd be fantastic. Um, but he offers some good upside, at least to a, a Nick Chubb, which offers that low-end running back potential, but right. still a low-end low running back. But a safe running back. Less. Correct. Absolutely. All right, let's move on to our next running back, and that's going to be <coughs> Jerome Ford, running back out of Cincinnati. Five foot ten and a half, 210 pounds. He's going to be 22 in four months when the season kicks off. He ran a four four six at the combine, 31-inch vertical, 118-inch broad jump. That's not too sweet. Um 
Had a year, 215 yards, 1,319, uh, 215 carries, 1,319 yards, and 19 touchdowns. Those 19 touchdowns tied his school record. 21 receptions for 220 yards and a touchdown. Spent his first couple seasons at Alabama, but he was stuck behind guys like Najee Harris, uh, Damian Harris, uh, George Harrison, you know, all those Harrises. So <laughs> now the pros of a, a guy, Brian uh, Robinson, <laughs> Brian Come Robinson, on. uh, wasn't even, uh, wasn't Josh Jacobs there when he first, Josh Jacobs would have been there when he first got there. Yep. Yeah. So Josh Jacobs was awesome. It was really still awesome. Very undervalued dynasty running back pros of, uh, Jerome Ford from Cincinnati. He's a fast running back with good build. Um, showed that was able to break some tackles, solid hands in the passing game, caught a ton of balls away mm-hmm. from his body. And he ran some solid routes. Very good lateral agility. Only 319 career, car- 319 career carries, so he doesn't have a lot of tread on his tires. Some of the cons I saw on there? He has a lot of tread on his tires. Remaining. Remaining. <laughs> You're right. Not tire. a lot of tread. Yeah, he's got a lot of tread remaining. Yep. Oh, sorry, Dad. Uh, <laughs> cons. Vision isn't all that great when I saw from him. Um, I, I totally agree with that. This is something, like, I went to Jerome Ford excited, and I came away less excited than I went into it. Me that way. also. So his vision isn't great. I saw him run into blockers multiple times, like he was Isaiah Correll. I swear, I was like, is this Isaiah Correll? Like, I saw him run, run into blockers multiple times. I, I said his eyes don't take him to the best places all the time. He just. That word's better than me, <clears throat> compliment than Isaiah yeah. Correll. He just has inconsistent eyes. Like, I feel like. Very inconsistent. I, I feel like at times it, it looks like everything's developing perfect in front of him and and he hits the holes and then other times I'm like where the hell are you going man that's like, what I said like right here like yeah. wouldn't see the holes quick enough yeah. as he was a good athlete but not like that pure running back sure. right like mm-hmm. he's just one of those guys that's really good enough to go to Alabama but then when he gets there you're like oh you're not Trent Richardson as, dang it yeah we're not as good as you thought you were you he's okay contact balance also nothing like nothing to write home about better outside than mm-hmm. inside uh not overly elusive so it's just somebody he comes away as, as somebody that's just a pretty good athlete mm-hmm. that got by on being really athletic, but just not a pure running back. So somebody who I thought was like, okay, this is going to be a nice PPR upside running back. I came away very uh, disappointed when it was all said and done. I, 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 the name that everybody kind of knows and yeah. was excited to talk about. Um, I'm, I'm going to start up right now. And I saw Jerome Ford go a little higher than I, than I liked. Like he went ahead of like Samir white. He went ahead of uh, Damian Pierce. I just didn't, Get it? He was, I think, before I watched all the film on him, he was in that third tier, lumped in with four or five guys, and now he is no longer in that tier. I moved him down to my uh, yeah. tier below. Again, yep. I have those first three guys in their own tiers, then sure. tier four. He's in tier five for me. Right. So you just have an extra tier, but they're really the same players in my same third yeah. tier mm-hmm. that he would be in your fourth tier, and now the fourth tier that is your fifth tier. <laughs> <laughs> what dimension are we <laughs> in? Uh, and we're back. Can't anyway, one. yes, he, he dropped a tier for both of us. Just off off the film study. Anything else you want to hit on? That Not really, man. I, I mean, I, I kind of talked through some of that while you were talking and and collaborated. And yeah, I, he's one of the fastest running backs in this class, and and that's really what you have to hang your hat on is he could he could be he could break a home run play at any time. But I just don't know that there that he showed enough on tape for a team to really give him a real opportunity. It's going to take an injury or two injuries for him to really get on the field. And it's just tough to rely on a player where it's either he has a 75-yard touchdown or he gets you five points that week, you know, and, mm-hmm. and that's the kind of player he is. So I, I'm I'm more or less out, especially at the price that I've been seeing so far. Um, as far as nerd score goes, uh, I, I was with you guys. I wanted to have it a little higher. And 
I didn't even have as many negative remarks about his vision. So I want to go back and watch a little more because you guys might absolutely be right. And I just might not have picked up on that as much. But there was a, plenty of other negative notes that I was taking. Uh, so I, that was I, the biggest one that popped out for me. I was like, yeah. wow, his vision's so bad. Well, I'll have to, I'll have to go watch it all. Too. I didn't have high scores for his vision, but uh, it might even be worse than I originally realized. But uh, he, he's in my he's in my bottom eight guys here in the class. So I yeah, I, I was underwhelmed with him. Good speed, catch the ball. There is a place for that, but I just don't know that he's going to be much more than third running backs, maybe a backup running back yeah, on, on most teams. There's a place for it. He'd <laughs> be really good there. Yeah. Honestly, that's where I mean, that's where I mean, I'm not going to make the money. That's where he'd be really good. If he wants to be really good somewhere. Do you watch the USFL? <laughs> oh, what's that Do new league coming back? I have no idea. Is that I USFL? So. I think it's USFL. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Coming I mean, back. have you seen some games? Are they the LFL? They, Do they started yet? Okay. All right. Let's brought it back. Be oh, like is, the, it, is it April, right? Yeah, yeah it's going to be like back. Gotcha. NFL sub league. So it's just very, like, and I'm with you. Like, I think he's a name that's going to push some other guys down the list. So I want to thank Jerome Ford because I'm, I am not drafting. <laughs> he's, if he gets drafted in the right spot, he's a third round pick. But at that point, I'm, dra- I'm grabbing some of these receivers. I think, I think a third round this year is going to be a really good mix for some of these tight ends, like guys like uh, Kate Otten, uh, somewhere along those guys that might get drafted, I think a little higher than some people anticipate. So for me, I'm just shifting gears after a certain tier of running backs, and he's not in that tier, unfortunately. I'm with you because if if you're going to take those shots on those those dart throw guys, you want to say, okay, does he spill fill a specific role really really well for a team? If, even if he's not a three down back, or you know, does he fill a specific role really well for a team? And I just don't know that he does. I mean, you could argue maybe like a third down running back kind of thing, but uh, even even his pass protection I thought was was pretty underwhelming. So it, it would be tough to see like if that would work. So. I, I just don't know that he has that one area where like this is how he wins consistently. I said in his past where I was like he he sticks his nose in there and he usually holds up like that's how I, I literally in my, in my there were a couple times where I just saw him get yep I'm like oh oh man yep Whoa. yep that was a train wreck and he did not he was not the train nope Jared final yeah, thoughts on running back Jerome Ford from he's, Cincinnati he's outside my top fifteen running backs so that's not good in this class no I mean we class. It's it's pretty much like almost off my board, pretty much like like Garrett, what, what you were saying. If an, an injury happens, I want to know if a guy can come and maybe take the job, kind of like Elijah Mitchell did last sure. year. Like I'm looking for someone like that, and pretty much the only highlight in this guy's tape is is his long speed. Um, doesn't break tackles, goes down pretty easy, doesn't make people miss. A uh, little undersized for me, so man, there's just not much in here that I that I like. Um, so now he's, he's pretty much off my board. Okay. Next on the list here, we're going to talk about Ty Chandler running back from North Carolina. Before Five. you do though, let's oh. talk about our, our friends at prediction trick. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Good how, idea. Am gonna, how am I going to miss that? I don't yeah. know. Cause they're These pretty are guys. You're going to be buy pretty cheap on prediction strike. So why not? Get some info and tell them how they can win, make some money. Spoiler alert: I kind of like Ty Chandler. Maybe I should take a look at him Spoiler. on me too uh, on PredictionStrike.com. But with that promo code Dynasty, you get a free share of a player with your first deposit of twenty dollars or more. That's at Prediction Strike. It's where you go. You buy and you sell players just like you would the the stock market. You can go there and you say like. Hmm, this guy's really expensive, and I have a lot of shares of him. I'm gonna get rid of him and make a bunch of money off of it. Or, man. This guy's really, really cheap. I'm going to buy 100 shares of blank player, and 
you know, sometimes that pays off, sometimes it doesn't, but that's the fun of this website. You can go to predictionstrike.com. Uh, you can go onto their beautiful app for iOS and you can get those free shares with that promo code dynasty with your first deposit of $20 or more predictionstrike.com. Yeah. Get down there, get some rookies, get some good value. Cause remember this is the time to buy. Then you sell in season. Right now. All the money starts to come into play. Yeah. Now, next running back we're going to play. I almost got me meowing. Ty Chandler, running back on North Carolina, 5'11", 204 pounds. Ran a 4'3", 40, which is lovely. Had a 31-inch vertical, which is not lovely. Not as lovely. Not. 121-inch broad jump. Started it. This is pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Not average. Almost. almost. I I caught myself. I know. Um, (laughs) Started at Tennessee. Was there for four years with little production, to say the least. 421 Can I carries. Just, do, does anyone produce a Tennessee? Peyton Man. Peyton Man. That's it. <laughs> that's <right>? it. <laughs> did, did just no one else, right? Like Women's I, basketball. That's it. I, I don't know. Like, it's, not, it's insane. Yeah. And they, they always seem to get some like really good recruits as well. Yeah. And it just never, never. pans out. When are they going to get? They're, they're getting back on track. I like their new coach from UCF. Okay. All right. So I think Hendon Hooker is going to put up some big numbers. You, you have been a big Hooker fan. I yeah. kind of always have like this, like I like Tennessee, like in the back of my head, you know, and they're just never any good. And yeah. It's just a, it's, it's like, oh, we won seven games yeah. this year. <laughs> Lord, I've really been real stressed <laughs> down and out. Um, so we started at Tennessee. Was there for four years, like I said, little production, right. 421 carries, 2,046 yards, 13 touchdowns, 58 receptions, 465 receiving yards, three touchdowns before transferring to North Carolina for his breakout year, where he had 182 carries for 1,092 yards, 12 touchdowns, 15 catches, 216 yards, and touchdowns. Now, this is a guy that clearly has the speed to find the end zone mm-hmm. anytime he's given any kind of daylight. <clears throat> Showed really good vision. Finding the cutback lane often showed good patience behind the line and followed his blocks pretty well. He had really nice jump, uh, good jump cuts. Showed some good bursts. Very solid in the passing game. His hand looked good. Um, from what I saw on film, just with, one of them with room to grow. Just the one grow. hand looked good. The other one not so much. This one's got room to grow. It's a tiny <laughs> hand. Yeah, it's kind of like Captain Hook. Uh, Returned some kicks. Shows well, you know, which shows why he's so good in the open field. Yep. Didn't fumble at all. Um, I couldn't find any fumbles. I know. There's only, I read a stat where there's only one player in the shot that had zero fumbles, fumbles in his hand, but I couldn't find any fumbles uh, on a stat line, so it's kind of weird. That was Tyler Beatty. Ba- yeah, Beatty didn't have any. No, there's somebody else on this list that we're um, going to talk about that have any fumbles. Maybe I'm just wrong. Okay. Maybe, um, maybe you're just wrong. So <laughs> the, the, the one thing, some of the things I didn't like about Ty Chandler was his power, right? He doesn't have any. He yeah. didn't have any power right. at all. Not very powerful. Not going to be considered a physical player. Not going to be somebody you want to move the, uh, the chains there. In the open field, I thought his, his elusiveness was average. But at the same time, like he had a speed that he didn't really have to be because he was moving. He gets to the top gear quick. Quick. Yeah, he has he has very good burst and speed. That was kind of, I mean, that's that's his element. You know what I mean? That's how he wins. That's how, that's how he's going to make his biggest impact anyway. And at 204 pounds, you, you kind of... You'll want him to use that. My right. number one con is he's going to turn 24 here in a month. I was going to say, why yeah. is Ronald running back? Why, why, why are they going to be old? Yeah, Ronald he, Jones is 24 right now. Yeah, he wow. turns 24 in a month. So when his first contract's up, he'll be 28. Yep. Um, so he's he's literally like a one contract runner here. But he's got some good dynasty upside. Um, and I'm going to monitor where he lands. Is in the right spot. He could be a running back too. He has that kind of potential. Most likely a career backup that will help. Uh, when your starter goes down, that kind of running back. But he does offer as a number two running back upside of my eyes. Like he has the speed, 
He he has the ability to get up field. He has the jump cuts there to get behind the line of scrimmage. So I think there's a lot. Of, I think there's upside there for a guy like Tyler Chandler. Again, at 24 years old, though, it, it kind of moves him down my uh, rankings just a little bit. Ty, Ty just Ty. Ty Chandler. No lure. What did okay. he say? Tyler. Tyler Chandler. Tyler. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Tyler. Tyson Chandler. Yeah, it could be a former Bulls center. A number Ooh. of things. That's what it was. Yeah. You're right. What do you think, Garrett? Uh, I'm actually a pretty big fan of, of Ty Chandler. There were a few running backs that were kind of my... You just my, like that powder blue, don't you? I do. Yeah. I do. Sorry, like UNC, baby. <laughs> uh, Michael Jordan. All right. But uh, he was one that I liked his tape. And I actually even liked him back at Tennessee. I was one of the guys that I tended to have on a lot of my Debbie squads and stuff like that. Uh, it was interesting. So his recruiting class coming out of high school was a really good class, like a really good class. He was ranked fifth. He was a five-star recruit, fifth guy in the class. The one, two, and four players at the running back position, Najee Harris, Cam Akers, DeAndre Swift. So he was the fifth guy. Now, Stephen Carr never panned out. He was the third one in there. But then there were a lot of really good ones behind him too. Eno Benjamin, who's now on an NFL roster. Brian Robinson, who we're about to talk about in a little bit here. Uh, Trey Sermon, who got drafted last year. Kylan Hill. And then even Travis Etienne. So this was like a very, very good running back class. So he has really good pedigree coming out. But, you know, we talked about it before. Just It just never really materialized at, at Tennessee. Eric Gray was there as well. And they kind of cut into each other's time. And I thought Eric Gray was going to do more at Oklahoma. And he didn't really do much this year. But... He was a guy who was just monitoring all year long. Then he had that game against Wake Forest where he scored four touchdowns. He was doing things in the receiving game, making some fantastic catches, like down the field catches, uh, not just like swing routes, like down the field catches. And it really in, it intrigued me. But you're right. The one thing that I wasn't sure about was how powerful he is. But then I started to see him break some more tackles, break some more tackles. And then we get to the Shrine Bowl. And he just looked like an absolute monster. All the reports were in practice that he played really well. You watch the Shrine Bowl game, and he's just breaking tackles left and right, long runs. like Interesting, because I didn't see that. I mean, I saw a guy that was trying to beat a guy to a spot. You know what I mean? Like, right, oh, right. And that is you, what he did a lot of spot. it. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to beat you over there. You're not going to get there. Right. Okay. It, it's, it's, it's almost like someone got in his ear. He got more training. He got sure. better. I don't know what it would make UNC. I mean, maybe the, the coaches like that physical style. And so he got better with it as, as the season went on. I don't know. But, uh, but I started to see that more in the later games than the early games. I'll have to take a look um, again. And, and the shrine bowl specifically was where I really was like, I remember Jared and I talking cause we were nerdy watching the shrine bowl on a random Thursday night. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, Dude, is Ty, is Ty Chandler really this good? Like, I've always liked him, but he looks fantastic tonight. Um, and all the reports that were that week as well that he was really good. So he is absolutely, I have like three guys that after like the, you know, the beginning of the third round, those are the running backs that I'm going to be taking. He's he's one of those three for me. Yeah, I have an upper tier too. Like he's on top of the list of that fourth tier. Like he's in that tier uh, those guys and let's see where they lay and how that shakes out like where it's going to shake out because he does he offers that dynasty upside he's, it, he's in my third tier also he's one of the four or five guys that's in that third tier is he yeah, yeah. we all have him yeah um, yeah i have him right like literally decimal points behind damian pierce and decimal points ahead of rashad white my biggest question so, was the physicality so i'm i'm, I'm my biggest very question too. actually interested. yeah go watch the shrine bowl and see what you think because yeah. he's he showed a lot more there than he did do they have that on, do they have that online because i know we don't have it in the film room uh i, I they've got to have it somewhere if not sure. i know they I'm have sure it on youtube tv we'll be able to get it for you if okay. not yeah, yeah, yeah i have i have ty chandler 
Tyler Beatty, Damian Pierce, Zamir White, and Rashad White. Those are my, that's my group of guys that I want. Yeah. Like in dynasty rookie drafts. Like, so after those top three guys, those five guys are guys that I think offer that dynasty upside where I'm willing to gamble on up at, maybe in the back end of the second round sure. in the right situation, how some of these receivers go. So, you know, even ahead of guys like Brian Robinson, Pierre Strong, James Cook, James Ford, Zaquandre White, like those kind of guys, Kevin Harrison, who you guys like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the guys I want. And Ty Chandler falls into that tier with potential, again, the right spot to be my fourth overall running back in this rookie class. A weak class, but still my fourth overall running back. Sure. Nonetheless. Jared, anything you want to t- chime in here on Ty Chandler that we might have missed? Obviously, you watched the Shrine Bowl as well. Yeah. How did you come away? Because Matt and I, our question was his physicalness. Yeah, his physicality rating's pretty average for me. Um, I think I graded him like a five and a five and a half, Garrett. Um, so that's like acceptable, what we call in our grading system. So I don't think it's like anything that I'm worried about because I think he is able to take contact. And I do see him breaking tackles and maintaining his balance every now and then. But it's mm-hmm. not like that's what he's using to win. Correct. I think he uses his speed and his elusiveness more so to win. And that's how he should try to win. I think he would fit really well in like a, a zone a zone scheme like the 49ers. I think that would yeah. be an absolute home run hit if he's able to back up Elijah Mitchell, and I'd be confident in playing him if Mitchell were to ever miss time. And we have seen Mitchell miss time. Um, I, I, I love his speed and burst. Like I said, he's not just fast. He's quick to make you miss. Uh, Jordan Reed put a really good tweet out yesterday because he came into a new school a new team, and he was named team captain. And I think that hmm. speaks a lot for who yeah, he is as, as a player yeah. and a person. Um, and, and he said scouts are going to value that very highly, and he, he'll probably be a prime day three target for a running back needy team. And you know where I think he'd be a good fit as well? Uh, Arizona. Yeah. I, think, I, I think him and James Conner yeah. would off-balance each other really, really well. He's James Conner being that goal line runner back in between the tackles. I think he has a speed. Yeah, I don't hate that at all. With Kyler Murray to get on the outside there for the outside zone. So I think that's nice. a place yeah. where... Replace like, Chase Edmonds, yeah. Exactly. So if he goes to Arizona, Ty Chandler, to me, would be easily my running back four. And depending on where Isaiah Spiller ends up, I mean, that, that's opportunity, right? Because that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for dynasty opportunity, and he fits that bill perfectly. So I think I... What I I even feel more comfortable now with is that we sit down and all four of us feel the same Discuss way. It, yeah. So that fact alone moves Ty Chandler on my list as well. So I have that tier and I'm interested to see where there's some guys we haven't talked about yet in this tier as well. We all kind of felt that way about Tyler Beatty. We all came away mm-hmm. a little bit more happy, um, which made me feel good. And now Ty Chandler as well. So if your name begins with TY, mm-hmm. things are looking good for there you, you in this dynasty rookie draft. So another running back that we like another check Mark, uh, to add to your rookie board to kind of bump up a little bit yep. if you haven't. And of course, we encourage everybody get in the Dynasty Nerds film room, use that promo code rookie, and watch you guys for yourself. See it like, for yourself. You yep. know, like, you know, Garrett said, hey, I might have missed a vision on that on Jerome Ford. So let me go back and watch a little mm-hmm. bit more. It does, it takes a lot of the process through this film to see what you went. Cause, you know, unless you have the start stop on, you're going back over and over again. You're watching this game and then you're watching another game, another game, another game. Take your notes and then you're moving on. Right. Uh, so let's let's move on to our next guy. Let's be very sincere about this guy. Sincere McCormick, running back, Texas San Antonio, uh, five foot eight and a half, two hundred five pounds, uh, four foot four six forty, thirty three and a half inch, thirty three and a half inch vertical, one hundred sixteen inch broad jump. Had 298 carries for 1,479 yards and fifteen touchdowns. Twenty two receptions for one hundred eighty four yards. Uh, over 1,400 yards in back-to-back years 
for Sincere. Career, 36 games, 724 carries, 3,929 yards, and 34 touchdowns. Came away 66 receptions, 509 yards, and a touchdown. So this guy obviously has very solid hands in the passing game. He can get it done there. Runs hard, can break those arm tackles, showed pretty good in pass protection, looked better later in the games than early in the games where I saw. I was like, okay, this is a guy like, almost like Damian Pierce, mm-hmm. right? Like, as the game moved on, he looked better than he did early in the game. Showed really good contact balance. You know, some of the cons here is obviously he's a smaller running back at five foot eight and a half. So his size isn't great. His vision wasn't the greatest. He danced a little bit too much behind the line of scrimmage for me. Um, where the line where like sometimes like he would just lower his head a little bit too early and then go. Instead of like waiting to like let everything develop. Like he's like, okay, let's go. Battering ram time. Speed was average, gets uh gets what's blocked form that was there. His That's yards after contact were among the worst in this class. And he also already has eight hundred career uh touches as well. So for me, sincere when I watch his tape, it's just kind of like, all right, if I'm, I'm if I'm being honest, like I just don't see this translate into a fancy football. I player. sincerely think we've spoken too much about this guy. <laughs> he's <laughs> off my board. Yep, me too. He's, he's he's listen, he's a guy that is good or below average at pretty much everything. I, I, there's nothing that stands out for him. Like nothing. Um, not one as- aspect. I, I wrote, he plays a little bit faster than his 40 time would indicate. Okay. But his, he ran it, a four, five, three at his pro day. Did he? Mm-hmm. Um, that but, makes more sense. Uh, but it's not like he's a blazer either. You know what I mean? No. Like a four, five, three for a guy that's five foot nine, 205 pounds. How, how is he going to, how is that ever going to translate to like a PPR or any sort of role in the NFL? And it just, it doesn't in my opinion. So uh, I think we've talked enough. Yeah. He, he ended up with my third lowest score uh, out of all the running backs. Oh, wow. uh, so Tyler Goodson, Kennedy Brooks, and then, and then sincere McCormick. So he, yeah. he beat Pierre strong in mine. Now he's my second lowest. <laughs> <laughs> you really don't like, Pierre. I didn't have a uh, sincere scored yet. But. Well, Matt came down on Pierre strong when it's all said and done. Did he? Yeah. Uh, I, I only have him yeah. seventh, so it's not like I was super high in Pierre Strong either. But, uh, but yeah, I the the only the only decent marks I had for him were actually receiving in pass pro. Uh, so yeah. there's a chance that he could stick on with the team and try to get like a third down receiving role. Uh, but that's a lot to like hope for for a, a subpar prospect at a subpar school. Right. At a, like. There's yeah. just a lot of hurdles to jump through. As far as like catching the ball, I thought he was like actually one of the best pass catchers. When I like, I gave him a seven and a half there. Yeah, just his like fluidity and like his hands. Like he yep. was just catching balls that were behind him, turning real easily. When after you know making that catch and turning into a runner, thought he did that really well. But he like likes contact and he tried to initiate contact but too much strong. for his size because <laughs> he wasn't breaking tackles or not pushing the pile. No. Yeah, so, yeah, not a big fan. It's my number one thing I have. Yes, I'm, I'm with you guys because the number one thing I have here is his hands in the passing game. That's mm-hmm. his number one asset. So, yeah. Sincere McCormick, nobody's a fan. Move him down your board. He's he's If you have a five- to six-round rookie draft, that's where the gamble might come. He's a roster filler just in hope on a prayer and a wing. In this kind of PPR. class. I'll, I'll, I'll try somewhere else. I'll find someone else. <laughs> try okay. somewhere else, to be honest. Let's move on. Yep. Kevin Harris, running back, South Carolina. Five foot ten, two 221 pounds. 40-yard dash did not run it at the combine. But he did it. I was going to say, damn, I didn't see it. All right. He, he, and then he tried to run it at his pro day, and he pulled up like at 
uh, 30 yards. He strained his hamstring. Uh, but his vertical, <laughs> very good. 30 and a half inch vertical. <laughs> the reaction. 126 inch broad jumps are pretty good. Yeah, those are good and, numbers, man. And this guy, Especially I mean. Especially 221 pounds. Yeah, yeah, he's a big boy. Yeah. So we watched. So well, obviously, we're talking about Kevin Harris here. And then we're going to talk about Quan. Uh, it's Quandre White. It's Quandre White next. Both plays. Go, both played at South Carolina. Right. And it wasn't until I got done watching Zaquandre that I had to go back and put this note, even with Ke- Kevin Harris. Man, that offensive line was doo-doo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I saw that center, like, hike balls past the quarterback. Oh. Dude, their quarterback was a graduate assistant that just – Stepped in to play quarterback for him last wow. year. Wow! Oh, yeah. really? So basically, yeah. basically yeah. you, uh, yes, <laughs> playing quarterback. Yes, yes. Awesome. Dude, now, like, he actually didn't do too bad for that. But <laughs> anyway, for how, dude, too, for how much good. pressure yeah, he, he was under good. and how many bad snaps he got, like yeah. I'm surprised he did anything at all because that offensive. I'm just watching. I'm like, at one point, I had to stop. I'm like, cause I'm just, I'm like, when I'm watching tape, I'm just focused on you know these sure. players, Kevin Harris and White, and I'm like, halfway through watching White's film, I go, wait a minute. How many times has this poor quarterback been like under distress for his life? And I'm like, <laughs> balls going over his head. That's yeah. Rattler's a quarterback next year. So I started watching a little bit more. I stopped watching and I started watching the O line a little bit. I'm like, wow, these guys are terrible. Lots so, of drop snaps and stuff like that. I mean, it was bad. Bad over over their head, under their feet. Oh yeah, all, like, side, all over dead the ball. He just yep. fought the graduate assistants lay on the ground, curled up. <laughs> Please don't kill me. Um, but going back to Kevin I'm Harris here for scholarship. <laughs> so this was a guy. If you. If, <laughs> If you want to watch him, it's, it's it's not really fair to watch his 21 tape. You really want to go back and watch his 2020 tape because he was limited some last year because he suffered a back injury at the end of 2020. He had actually had to get back surgery. But if you go back to 2020, he was second in the SEC with 1,138 rushing yards and 15 touchdowns on 185 carries. So last year, he had 152 carries, 660 yards. For four touchdowns, 4.4 yards per carry, 11 catches for 89 because he was split in time with Saquandre White. Big power running back who uses his sides to create and punish. So he was able to break a ton of those high tackles. Good good, good enough vision I had. Mm-hmm. Really solid contact balance and only one career fumble. So he's very solid with the football. Some of the stuff I didn't like from him I saw was he didn't look like a natural pass catcher whatsoever. Had eight drops on 49 targets. And this, to me, almost murders his dynasty value because it, it's just, if you don't have that PPR volume, you're limited to begin with. So unless you're right. an elite talent, it's going to be hard to actually give me the production I need to help me get where I need to be, which is a dynasty fantasy football championship. So he's in the volume and most importantly, touchdowns at the next level. Um, not, he wasn't really excited on his outside runs. I didn't get overly excited about. Uh, he's almost exclusively a north-south runner. Looked pretty poor in pass protection, too, for a guy his size. He's not very elusive. I so he kind of looked uninterested in pass protection. Like, he just didn't want to stick his head in there. You know what I mean? Like, it just... Maybe because maybe it, some of that's the back. The maybe because you had six guys coming at him at it, the same time. It like, could also, yeah. 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 It, it was it was surprised well, me for somebody that was so physical. Yeah, that's to what I'm be saying. so poor I came at away pass so, protection. It's like that point in Game of Thrones where uh, where, uh what's his face? He pulls out the sword and they're all charging <laughs> at him. It's like ah, this is gonna be good, right? Uh, so. What, what I'm really interested to hear is because I have no we, idea what you're talking about. Oh, when uh, what, wait, Rob uh, Stark was it? Rob was it Stark? When it, when John Snow. John Snow. John we had to Snow. go go get Ariel, and they had it in like or whatever, or no, his uh, brother Bram. Or not Bram. Okay. okay. They pulled the sword in the, ba- the battle. Yeah. Or else yeah, yeah. Okay. Now I know what you're talking about. I was like, there's so many scenes where people pull swords. I don't know. Next week on Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, 
Game so, of Thrones podcasting. <laughs> so what I'm interested in is like overall, I came away as a dynasty prospect, not overly enthused, but this is a guy that you, Jer- Garrett, and Jared said that you guys like. Uh, we'll get to Matt next. Uh, <laughs> but tell me what you like because I just didn't see it. Like I didn't see uh, so, as a dynasty prospect. I came away liking the 2020 film, 2021. I, I'll give him some leeway because of the back surgery. Sure. But even some of the 2020 film, it's like from a dynasty NFL standpoint for those peop, those points, I didn't love what I saw. But you like them. Yeah, I do. And I'm not quite as worried about the receiving as you are because they did still use him in that capacity. And I think some of those drops were more concentration drops than it looked like he was like fighting the football. You're, you're I was say. reading reports from the pro day and they said that he was like catching the ball extremely well. And that was like his, his like best part of his pro day. Okay. Yeah. So. That, that makes sense to me. Cause it, it didn't look unnatural for him. It just looked like sometimes he was overthinking it and like moving on to like yeah. trying to truck somebody. Um, so I think that was part of it. So I'm not too concerned there. The reason I liked him is for somebody of his size and he has some of the better contact balance and physicality in this class for me, as far as the, the ratings go, he had very quick feet. He was very nimble, very choppy, uh, very good at, at changing directions pretty quickly for a bigger back. And he kind of reminded me, and I don't think he's going to have a good, Javante? AJ Dillon, not quite. Did not he remind quite. me of Javante a little bit? You did say that. He, yeah. You said he reminded you a little bit of Javante. I saw a little bit of uh, Jamal Lewis is what I saw when I was watching him play. That okay. big upper body that you don't don't grab him up high because it's not it's just not going to happen for I you. I can see that. Now uh, that you say that, I could I could see that. Yeah. So he's not quite as big as Jamal was. I think Jamal was a little bit bigger than he was. Jamal was, was so it? much faster than this guy. Give me a break. I, I, think I, met, that I met Jamal Lewis one time. I don't think Harris is that slow. Massive. I, don't, I, I thought that was the the big kind of question mark on him was his long speed. I think he's bursty in, in small I, I don't spaces. have great ga- – I, I have him like just a hair above average for game speed, so yeah. it was pretty average at that. that. Jamal Lewis, though, was Was fast. he faster than that? Yeah. Okay, maybe, maybe I misremember that part of his game because I was, I was a little bit younger. That dude can break that. some runs, man. He could he could dust people. He okay. was fast. I mean, he was faster than Kevin Harris for Ooh. sure. Jamal Lewis. Oh, yeah. yeah, Jamal Lewis. Yeah, you don't get 2,000 yards on pure just – well, for sure, boy ability, uh, but but overall, I did I did walk away. Uh, I, I want him to be a little bit more patient. Um, there, were, there were times. Uh, I mean, the first six plays I was watching of one game, he ran into his offensive lineman twice. So I did have some questions about his vision. Um, but you know, he was big enough and powerful enough, full, powerful enough to keep moving. Also, sure. So, yeah. so it is one of those things where well, and and part of this too is. You know, we, we see a lot of zone scheme. They they weren't running zone schemes here. They were running a lot of man and a lot of gap schemes. And so I think that's where he's going to be best serves is because it's it, he doesn't have crazy long speed and he's not he doesn't turn the corner super well. I think he is going to be better in more of the the, the power schemes, these, these gap blocking yep. schemes. Think of like uh, Atlanta would be that way. Um, Tennessee would be that way. I know we've fallen in love with the zone scheme. But I don't think that's the best case scenario for him. I New think Engl- New England, right? They, they're not. Yeah, they do. They do a lot of a lot of power, yep. um, a lot of duo. Um, well, so, Green Bay's been starting to do a lot of duo blocks. Um, but yeah, I I like Kevin Harris. He he's just below. Um, you know, t- he's actually tied with Ty Chandler uh, for me in this class. So I I like Ty Chandler a little bit better. It's just kind of how they scored out. Uh, but he's just below a lot of those players I really like. And I, and I didn't watch any of the 2020 tape, so I'll have to go back and watch that because mm-hmm. maybe there was a Much little better. Maybe there was a little something before the back injury that I'm missing because his, his, I mean, his explosion numbers there, 38 and a half and 126 
in the those broad. Are solid those for are, big. Yeah, those are very solid very explosion yeah, numbers. He was second in the class in his vertical and third in his broad jump. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that translates to his short area burst that I see on, on tape, but um, maybe I'm missing something. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe the 2020s will show me a little something that I didn't see in 21. His, like, births, burst score, which is um, – it's just a score that's derived from like his, his broad jump and his vertical jump numbers. And then you take that with his weight sure. that he has, it's, sure. it's 89th percentile. So. so yeah, very, very what solid. Do you feel, what do you feel like? What's your feel about him? Like from a dynasty prospect? I, I mean, I think, I think obviously he has the size that you, mm-hmm. you, you're looking for. I think he does do good in small spaces as far as lateral agility and explosion and stuff like that. But I, I do have questions about his speed and, and and obviously the pass catching, it sounds like, you know, from, from all reports of the pro day, that, that looked good. That was another question mark I had. And the pass pro this past year <laughs> was, was just, it was bad. It, so, uh, you know, there are questions as as to his PPR value in my brain. As well. So he's going to be somebody that can help better off on like a guy, like if he goes in, like to his North Carolina brethren and help out like a guy like Michael Carter uh, and just be his change. Like I mean, is this guy a like a pace back there? Is he a Jordan Howard type? It sounds like no, because Jordan Howard was terrible. Like that guy sure. couldn't catch a cold. Um, it sounds like he can actually do it um, and and maybe be a little bit more involved than a Jordan Howard. So if he falls in a role where he's he's getting volume and he's getting worked on by the end zone and catching an occasional pass, he could find yeah. himself you know some sort of value as far as fantasy football. I, I do want to clear up one real quick thing, just as an overarching um, concept, because you know we talk about ranking these guys and putting them in a certain order, but. Let's still remember that this is a weaker class overall. I think that there's going to be a lot of very good running backs that are backups in this class. Like there are a lot of very good RB twos, but I don't think we're going to see a ton of these guys, you know, outside of Brees and Walker and and Spiller. I don't know that we have any other starters there. There'll probably be one or two that emerge um, from the pack. Down the road, yeah. But we're talking about, you know, if there's 32 starting running backs, they're they're running back 29. You know what I mean? They're not going to be elite level talents. Uh, Now, Maybe maybe as Amir White might, but you know, but outside of that, he has a potential. I'm yeah. I'm with you there. Yeah. By the way, this class is dude, and that's, and that's why he's he's been going up and up and up and up my board just because of the ceiling. Yeah, just because I see a ceiling that's that's crazy for him. Right. Um, but so. but I but I I just want to keep that in perspective with all of this as we as we break this down. These guys are are good. But very, very few of them are great to the point where they're, they could be a consistent starter. Most of them the are next third level. running backs on our depth chart, like that. And some of them aren't even backups. But sure. yeah, I mean, this running back class is a South Carolina offensive line. You know what I mean? Like that's that's where they're at. It's just not very good. It's not a very good class. So, you know, Brees Hall is a, a high level player, and then Kenneth Walker, who I love, that gives that running back one potential. But same thing, if you if you throw him in a mix of what's in the NFL now. Where, where does he fall into the line? Like, do I want Miles Kenneth Walker Sanders. or J.K. Dobbins? So, so perfect example, Kevin Harris um, or or Moss from uh, the Bills. Like, who would you, who coming out of college? Who do you think was better? Oh, uh, I, thought, I thought Zach Moss was better coming I, out. I thought Zach Moss was better coming out. Also. I have a hair sl- slight. I could go back and look. I'm pretty sure I had Moss at a 70 and this guy's at a 71. So I think I have him slightly better, but. Very similar perspective. Playing. You know yes. what I mean? Like there's a lot of Zach Mosses in this. Garrett, class. you had Zach right. Moss at a 67, and then oh, I hated Zach Moss. <laughs> Kevin Harris is 71, which okay. is which is what I have, and 
um, combined, he's well, much right. higher than Kevin you're Harris. Right. And <laughs> Zach Moss. Yeah. So. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a big Zach Moss fan. Either. Yeah. Um, Sorry, Michelle. So, so, but, for, I, but I still saw more out of Zach Moss than I see out of him. What, so that's, for that, perspective, that 71s in some yeah, of the other classes. Who do we have as 71s in some of the other classes? Uh, hold on. Let me pull it up here. Actually, I have. Uh, you look up twenty twenty. I'll look up twenty one because I'm talking about right doo doo running backs. So uh, next time, seventy one. <laughs> let's see, Kylan Hill, another uh, running back from South Carolina. <laughs> we, don't, we don't really have a lot of seventy ones. This next guy offers a little bit upside. <laughs> there really isn't that many seventy ones except were, for from this class. It was it was basically like um, you're either seventy two and that's like which is what we've been saying. Good. I mean, there's a lot of backups in this class. Yeah, uh, or you're in like the sixties, and then we have like a lot of seventy ones yeah. in this no, class. I'm, like with, I'm with you. Fourth round picks. When you when these two you weren't here when these two came over, I'm like they walked in the door. I was like. Man, this running back class is terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when it's all said and done. Before we walked up to the door, he's like, who's your sleeper? I was like, do I have to have one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I, I was like, I like Kevin Harris. Right. I mean, I, I hadn't dug into his tape until, you know, preparing for the show. I, I think we right. talked about those guys. Right? Like Tyler Beatty, yeah. Ty Chandler, Damian Pierce. I have one more dart throw left. I have one yeah. more dart throw left. That's that's going to be in the, in the nerd herd pod. Okay. So... We're, we're going to give you those guys at the when it's all said and done. So yep. next guy on the list, though, let's get into him because it's, it's getting late. we still got a couple guys to talk about here. So Quandre White, running back, also South Carolina, Quan White, six foot, 206 pounds. He'll also be a little bit older when he gets into the NFL. He'll be 23 in eight mm-hmm. months. So didn't run to 40, didn't do anything at the combine. Still played behind that uh, doo-doo offensive line. Actually played linebacker yeah, at Florida linebacker. State before transferring to SC for his final two years. So he had a little bit, he had limited tape. We only had two games in a film room. I had to dig a little bit deeper on him. But this was a guy who, you know, yards Ding. after yards after contact, <laughs> decent size. He's made some really nice cuts uh, and was able to stop on a dime. Really good jump cut. Yeah, he has good suddenness and quickness, yep. I, think, I think. Yeah, well, he's like a wild card mm-hmm. out there at running back. And watching him play, I'm like, oh, this guy isn't that bad. Like, I wish I had more tape on him. I actually came away somewhat enthused only had 104 carries total in his whole career only 30 targets and he's older and his pass protection needs a lot of work which a makes lot. sense because mm. he was a linebacker so i didn't even put anything in there yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was like nope it needs not. a lot of work <laughs> he was very limited in the passing game from what i saw but his hands were okay when he was used they actually lined them up outside in the slot more times than i thought they would from like Reading, like reading his bio. I mean, there's one game that Texas A&M game where the ball was like right in his hands. He was just like, whoop, right into the defensive back hands and defensive back. Yep, one score touchdown. It. Seven, seven guys. Yeah, there's, he's real inconsistent. There's times yes. when he looks like he's a linebacker uh, still. And, and you know what I mean? Like he, he just, he doesn't look like he knows exactly what he's doing out there all the time. Uh, That's the best way to put it. There's times where he's out there. He has like, it's like this guy could put it together, but he doesn't really know what he's Yep. Doing yeah. real raw. He's yep. extremely raw. You guys are hundred percent right. You hit the nail on the head there. Can makers. I have a ton of actual like sevens and seven and a halfs on like elusiveness and, you know, tackle breaking, but then for vision, patience and pass protection, four and a half. Oh, mm-hmm. no patience. Like no, no patience. Like very, very low scores yep. on the technical aspects of being a running back. And, and that's going to be the thing. Technically, very unsound, but there's there's a lot of athletic ability. 
It's it's a project. There's and it's, something there. He's the hard listen, part he, is he's if he gets on an NFL roster anywhere, he's gonna be on special teams and he's gonna yes. have to work his way up. That's the exactly. bottom line for a guy. Exactly. Like this. And the hard part is as an older prospect, yeah. you don't really want them to be a project. Yeah. You right. know, you want a twenty year old that's about to turn twenty one or you know, something like that. So as a twenty three year old project, that's tough. But there's enough there that if, if he wanted to be if you want him to be your dart throw guy, yeah. I understand it. Right. I don't think he'll be mine, he's but not, I understand it. He's not in my very last tier no. of running backs. He's one tier above that as sure. far as he at least has some bursts. He has some things that you can hang your hat on. Sure. You saw enough Absolutely. on tape, and he's raw enough, and like that, there's potential there. Like In the fourth, fifth round of your rookie draft, he's worth a dart throw on because of the fact that he is a running back. And he, I would take a guy like this over Sincere. Who I just don't oh, see. 100%. You know Absolutely. Because I mean? like, he, has, he has a couple runs and a couple right. cuts where you watch him, like, oh, wow, that was good. There's a couple right. times I rewind the tape. I had that back 15 seconds. I'm like, let me see that one again. Senior and, Bowl guy, too. So, did yep. he do good at the Senior Bowl? Yeah, he did pretty good. And it's, the fact that he got an invite, I was talking to Garrett before right. this. I mean, that speaks something. That to does. It. So Absolutely does. He yeah. was, because that's what it, the thing I like about him, he, had, he strung together a couple plays where I, I came away impressed. I'm like, yep. that was a really good run. For a linebacker. Sure. Because, mm-hmm. again, he doesn't have that many carries, and there's not a lot of tape on there. So when I was digging, I was like, oh. When I, and, and, and the outcome was like, oh, he only had 104 carries, so I literally just saw 75% of his career <laughs> <laughs> in, like, two games. You know what I mean? Like, there's not a lot there. Uh, Jared, anything you want to uh, chime in on here on Quan White? Uh, I have him graded pretty low. I, he's pretty much off my board. I'm not, I don't think he's a guy that I'd want to take a shot on because there's plenty of others that are – graded out higher than him that I'll probably ended up going around in the same area in a rookie draft, but we'll, we'll see how the NFL draft looks. Uh, I, I want to see where he lands. Yeah. You know, what kind of running back coach he has, what kind of system and what, what he can learn there. Cause you're right. He's a little bit older, but he's, he has a potential for that hashtag two year window. Let's the, throw out the three, the part that's nice. And this is going to be similar to two running backs. We're going to talk about in the next episode. Let's go hashtag flash and pan. Uh, like, all right. <laughs> uh, but you were absolutely right, Matt, when you said, he's going to be really good at special teams. And I think that is something that we need to keep in the back of our mind for some of this, because that is the difference between guys that get drafted in the sixth round and the guys that get go undrafted, mm-hmm. you know, and even though you don't want to be like, Oh, I drafted him on my fantasy team. Cause he's good at special teams. Like, yes, you don't score points for those things. I, I, I think that's everyone knows that, but you're on the roster then. Right. You're in practice then. When injuries happen, you're the guy that's coming next up, not the guy off the street or off the practice squad. Case in point, Dearness Johnson. Yes. Somebody who got drafted was really good at special teams, and it's how he kept his job. And then all of a sudden, Nick Chubb goes down. All of a sudden, Kareem Hunt is injured. And now he's putting up – he gave you two running back one games in 2021. So yes. that's the opportunity that you can get where – you're not starting Dearness Johnson, but you're also not cutting Dearness Johnson. He's going to send a bottom of your dynasty roster because when given the chance, he's going to give you high end production. So, and then you're right, special teams is where, you know, if you watch Hard Knocks, they tell you, hey, a lot of you guys to make this football team, it's going to be on special teams. Yes. That's it. It's either you get drafted high and you're the number two, or you you play special teams. And if you can't do it there, then you're in trouble. And the fact that he can play special teams, he can tackle, he can play linebacker, that's going to help him out. So let's get into our last guy of this episode, Brian Robinson, running back, Alabama. Six foot, 206 pounds, another older running back. He'll be 23 and a half. Uh, Brian Robinson, I got heavier than that. Dude, that right down 225 pounds. 225. 225. 
225. What you say? Six foot two. I said two twenty five. Right. I'm. I probably just wrote it down wrong. Yep. Because he's the last guy I studied, and my notes could be off here. I just want to make sure we get the right size on him. Two hundred six and two twenty five is a big difference. Ran a four five three at the combine. Thirty inch vertical. Uh, 119 inch broad jump, which was really bad. Had at 274 carries prior to his final year there at Alabama, where then he had 271 for 1,343 yards, 14 touchdowns, 35 catches, 296 yards, and two touchdowns. And Brian Robinson, big, strong, power back with good tackle breaking ability. Elusive for his size, has really quick feet. And his feet started reminding me of okay, his size. Like, how is he compared to A.J. Dillon, right? Like, because A.J. Dillon had really quick feet. Mm-hmm. That's, that's all we really liked on, on his tape was his sure. quick feet. And he was also mostly a north-south runner. And I look back, I was okay, A.J. Dillon, six foot, 247 pounds. A lot bigger. Also ran a four five three, but 41-inch vertical, 131-inch broad jump. That's a big difference between the two. Yep. Uh his hands were okay, but needs to work. He had a couple drops there at Alabama. One speed runner. His vision's okay, and sometimes it seems like he processed the game a little bit too slow for me behind the line of scrimmage. Um, you'd think for a guy of his side, his, it, he'd have better yards after contact. He only averaged about 2.9. Uh, you'd think it'd be better than it, what, it, what it was. Combine kind of showed us with those numbers that he's not very explosive. Uh, upright runner. Just, you know, for an Alabama running back, you know how we've been so spoiled. Like he's a poor man, Damian Harris. I, he he gets what's blocked. He, I mean, yes. he's 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 a guy that I'm sure New England would love to have him on his team somewhere. But he's the typical, like like you're saying, big school guy. And then there's like that in between when you kind of missed a recruit or something like that. And he's good enough, but he he's not. He's this is pass. Brian Robinson pass. Hey, when you're a national championship, I'm I'm a little higher. Yeah, Matt, I thought you were gonna like this guy. guy. No, I don't like him, man. Like he's he's like a placeholder for like a for like a really good school. He's like that one year fill in running back that you forget his name in five years. I moved him down a whole super early on in the process. You were like, I know, I was, but the more I watched, see, I was ended up being the opposite. I was like, just I was out on him. Like I, I wasn't interested in him at all. That's why it took me so long to get to him. Uh, but I actually, his tape impressed me more than I thought it was. And it was mostly because of his feet. I thought his feet were, were pretty impressive. And talking to some of the analytics guys, he actually had one of the, like for his elusive metrics, he was actually one of the best in this class. It's as his far best as, asset for sure. Which is, which is interesting for such a big back. So I, I, I do have a little bit of interest. It's not like I have him crazy. I have him at 70.65. So it's not like I have a, a crazy high number on him, but I, I do kind of like him. I'm interested. Is he, is he in your third tier? Curiously. He, um, he would be at the very, very top of the next one. He's he's down at the next one. That's for the me. garbage tear. Yeah. So right. He's in my garbage tear. So <laughs> right. But he kind of like could he end up being similar to a Ramondre Stevenson? No. Or somebody no. like that. I think he could. No. I think he could. I have I have similar I scores, fast similar ratings. Uh Ramondre wasn't that fast. I don't know. Ramondre had more suddenness, I think, to him and and burst than I just I I get a lot of meh. I'm not saying he's special. Seventy is not a special. I understand score he, by like, he just gets what's there. Yeah, on a really good and he was on a really good football team. Now, that, granted, the offensive line this year is probably one of the more poor offensive lines Alabama for Bama, had but it's still for in a long time. You know, it's still, still Bama. It's still Bama. Yeah, and 
This is guy. I mean, he just got beat out by everybody that was before. I would he be, never even listen, the field. Really, five years from now, we're not going to know this guy's name. We're not going to remember. I have a great memory. We're not going to remember his name. <laughs> I mean, Brian Robinson. No, we're not going to remember. Pretty basic. Yeah. It's like a Jared <laughs> Waggerly. I have to remember. I have him at a sixty-nine. Proving McGurvey over there. Nice. <laughs> what do you think? So Garrett, Garrett I, likes him. Me and Matt don't so really. You guys like him. don't think he runs very physical. Yeah, he does, but okay. that's, I, I think that's his best attribute. And definitely, I, yeah, he, hundred, you know, two hundred twenty-five pounds. He's a physical guy. How can yeah. you not? At six foot two twenty. Oh, right. Yeah. I, I thought I heard you guys say he he wasn't very. But at the NFL, but, that doesn't I that think, means uh, a lot less. Uh, I disagree. I think being physical and break, being able to break tackles is is big. But that's a, um, that's a different NFL level. They know how to tackle way better, big guys. But he's doing it in the SEC. It would be different if he was doing that in like the whack. Yeah, but in the I, SEC, I that's that's the closest we have to the. It totally is. I think that'll transition well. I think I look. I, I definitely look at that conference differently. I, I do mean, too. I think but you that, should, that's that's, that's how I got to my conclusion. Like, okay, like you know, some of these guys you watch it like like oh, there's some upside. When you watch him play in SEC, you're like, this is what he is. Like he's yeah. just a jag. Like, I'm not banging the table for Brian. Rogers, no, no, trust but me. I think like, he's going to be a good backup. I think he'll be a really solid number two for teams. I think yeah. I think for an NFL prospect. He fits the mold for sure, but this, from a dynasty asset, I don't. That's what I'm looking. I don't see. I that. I think we're speaking the same things. I don't think we're. I don't think we're that far off. I okay. put it that way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I just like tier five for me, along with like six other. Where backs. people are are hyping him sure. per se, like you know, like hey, Brian Robbins, another Alabama running back, like. You could get wrapped I think he's up like RB eleven. You me, can so. get wrapped up in that crap and 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 overdraft a guy. Sure, sure. I'm, I'm, no way, you know, am I doing that? He's going to be a guy that is most likely going to be drafted by somebody else uh, other than for me, sure. based off of name value of the school that he went to, and and especially end higher. of the year type of production where sure. that might be the last thing people thought about. Yeah, the championship uh, game, Trey Sermon, yeah. two hundred four yards uh, against Cincinnati. Yeah, I was the guy that was out on Trey. Right, we so, all were out on Trey. We were like, "Oh, you guys are Ohio State homers," and why we we're all shitting on uh, Trey, Trey Sermon. Sermon. Yeah. No, and I'm with I'm with you, man. Brian Robinson falls in that perfect category. What I say all the time is, "This is a guy that's going to help an NFL team. He's not going to help your dynasty team. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of you know that's the kind of player he and is." That's why I said New England will probably find a place for him because he was in Saban's offense forever, and sure. he'll just slide right into slide the right in. Perfect. He yeah. already knows the terminology. Exactly. Slide right in. So that's it. That's our episode. <laughs> and remember, if you want to watch all the film that we talked about and get your own opinion on these guys, which again, there's something we might miss that you might see that gives you a little bit bump or something that you missed that we talked about. You want to go see, get in the dynasty nerds film room. We have hundreds and hundreds and hours of tape in there and get your, get your eyes on it. Use that promo code rookie. And then you can get 15% off any skew we have. Get play with the Dynasty GM. It's a good time to use a trade calculator, the league analyzer, uh, to get ready for your draft, to see where your weaknesses are. Because maybe with the Dynasty GM, you'll say, hey, how am I going to dictate this draft? Right? There's a lot of guys that are all meshed in these tiers. Where can I start leaning towards? The Dynasty GM will help dic- you know, dictate that and help you find that path to success. So get on DynastyNerds.com. Use that promo code ROOKIE because, again, you don't only get the Dynasty Nerds film room, but you get the next episode of the podcast we're going to talk about, and you get the Dynasty GM, which is, the, to me, the best tool out there in Dynasty Fantasy Football. Tell them who we're covering in the next show. Next show, we're going to cover Kyron Williams, running back out of Notre Dame, Tyler Ad- Algier out of BYU, 
Uh, Jerrion Ely, running back out of Mississippi. Abram Smith out of Baylor. Devontae Price, Florida International. Max Borgie out of Washington State. That'll be quick. Hassan Haskins out of Michigan. Another quick guy. And Zonovan Knight out of NC State. So we're going to dive into these guys. A couple guys I know Jared uh, and Garrett like. Uh, me, um, not so much, but I'll tell you why. Coming up. And make sure to check out Prize Picks. Get that free nerd shirt. Talk to you next week, nerd shirt. And we're talking about... Rookie wide receivers. Adios.